A few days ago, you five brave souls answered the call for adventure. A sign, appeared, a sign appeared in your towns. Warriors wanted for the saving of a village beset by evil. Danger, certain. Enemies, unknown. Mortal soul, in peril. Nice scenery. Honor and large payment in case of success. Countavian, Baldazar, Wotenburg, the Tree Desert, travel not provided. From the frigid heights of the Alamar Mountains, you descended deep into the valley into a, a place called the Tree Desert, a wide, boulder-strewn plain where water vanishes instantly into the parched, sandy soil, and nothing grows save for skinny conifers that appear like blades of grass when seen from the mountaintops. In the middle of the valley is a single, steep mountain rising up like a horn from some buried beast. The moment you arrived, things seemed off. A small tourist stop was empty, save for a statue of a donkey and the tracks of somebody rushing off into the desert. Then you headed to the mountain in the center of the desert, the city of Wotenburg. Corkscrewing around the rock are garishly painted houses and lush gardens surrounded by myriads of waterfalls and sluices fed by an ancient aqueduct from the edge of the valley. A mine off to one side of the mountain exhales a constant stream of dust and smoke as the miners dig for a rare ore, whilst lightning sporadically strikes the mountain, often at, overt, at overly dramatic moments. All over the streets and sidewalks of the city are statues of peoples of all ages, their faces frozen in a rictus of pure fright, the victims of the entity haunting the valley. When you reached the top, Willoughby, Tika, and Fuzz went to meet with Count Tavian, where he made you the following proposition. Find the terror stalking the streets of Wotenburg, stop it, and he will pay you handsomely. With terms agreed, you headed back to your lodging, only to, disco only to discover Gadoth, Gwen, and Moxie uh, were embroiled in a vicious fight with childlike creatures with too many elbows and knees, who continually giggled and laughed as they attempted to murder you. Then they just ran away. The next morning, Gwen went up to Z Zornda's patisserie to inquire about her sister who ran away a few months earlier and who might have come this way, but only got confirmation that she was here, but no other leads. For reasons that will go unspoken, you left the patisserie and ended up in the middle of the, des of the tree desert. I'm going to let that hang there for our viewers at home who know exactly what happened. Uh, <laughs> with Moxie and Gadoth seriously injured for some reason. Let's just say it involves zip lines. There, I said I said it was unspoken, but it involved a zip line. Um, while returning back to Wotenburg, a haboob moved into the valley, and you took refuge in the abode of Cholpanai Akaki, who asked you to escort some cargo to a doctor by the name of O.W. Forrest. Um, you agreed and carried the crates back to the mountain after the dust storm eventually abated. Before delivering the packages, though, you stopped at the water farm of Violenta and Zina, who found the first victim of the terror. The strange thing was that th this farmhand who was murdered was splayed open like a spatchcocked chicken, and that his entrails were pulled out to form a seven-pointed star, the same star used by Gwen's, uh, guild, I would be there, I believe the correct word. Even weirder was that his name was almost exactly the same name of the corrupt sheriff that ran her town when she was a child. Strange coincidences. You then arrived at the offices of O.W. Forrest and tried to deliver the crates. Unfortunately, the nurse tried to smash Moxie into a puddle of goo when she tried to sneak into the offices. You all fought the nurse, who seemed to ignore everything you did to her. It only ended, ended when the physician, a legless man bound in bandages, told the nurse to stop attacking. 
After the fight, you return to your hotel and learn some information about the city, the murders, the fact that the Count was supposed to transfer power, uh, transfer ruling power and the Hundred Year Crown to one of the first victims of the terror. You then escorted the woman running the inn home for the evening and discovered that the statues that populated the city have all moved. They were heading up the mountain. Arriving at the top, you found a veritable army of the frozen people attempting to enter the residence of the Count. Before making your way inside, a giant cast-iron-clad dog the size of a grizzly bear with glowing green eyes that leaks smoke like radioactive vapor attacked Gadoth and fatally wounded him. While you were attempting to save him, Gadoth turned to stone before your very eyes. Whoopsie! <laughs> the rest of you worked together together to defeat this beast and then ran into the Baldazar Mountain ha- Manor House where you, found, where you had a quick but fruitless confrontation with the Count. He gave you leave to stay in his manor for the night. As the sun first outlines the mountains to the east before flowing into the valley below, you awaken to a cold morning in the tree desert. One friend down and feeling like this job might be just a bit more than you bargained for. So you're in the rooms that the uh, Count said you could stay in for the night and it literally is just dawn. You've all had a, sh- had a long rest at this point. So we didn't die, that's good. I think we all, we all, we all stayed in the same room, probably, because we were all feeling pretty insecure about ourselves. I was feeling confident with uh, the choice to stay here. So I'm frankly feeling a little cocky that none of us died or had anything bad happen. Um, you keep so, saying none of us died, but yet we're, there's five of us when there were six before. So actually were, one of us. <laughs> well, none said, of us died that, was, that stayed. That was before we slept. So. <laughs> right. And, me as a cat I'm used to getting you know 16 18 hours a day and so the little short rests just have not been enough for me and I'm really thankful now and I'm gonna just do a really big stretch like oh like a Halloween cat stretch Uh, that felt nice that felt (laughs) real nice for anyone who uh, is listening for the first time Gwen uh, has a very bad allergy to cats and so uh, when this happens I burst into to sneezes and I immediately regret being so cocky because I think that this is my payback. And when I see this happen, it just makes me swish my very fluffy gray tail in her face. So that's our dynamic. Swish, swish. Are there windows in the chamber that we're in? uh, Do they face out front? Uh, No, they face out back. You have, a, you, have a, you have a wonderful view over the valley, and there's a small pool behind you being fed by the uh, aqueduct. Oh, cute. Were there any more stone statues coming from that side? Actually, we didn't look at the back of the house last you, night. You, you don't see anything now. We don't, we don't see any stone statues? Not right now. What, what time is it, Jeff? Oh, it's probably like six. Okay, so Tika is freaking out. Uh... She has the keys for the inn and she was given these keys and she was trusted with these keys. Uh, So she just turns to the party and says, "Um, guys, uh, I have to get the keys back to the inn. Um, It was my responsibility and and nerd. No, she's right. She's right. Okay, so yeah, I am right. You are a nerd. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. There's nothing... There's nothing wrong with being a nerd. Um, okay, I'll so go, I'll go with you, Tika. Uh, Come on, let's okay. go. Should we all go? 
Well, while we're here, I, I wouldn't mind if we kind of like had just some basic aware, not awareness, but agreement on uh, what's going on with these aqueducts. It just seems kind of eerie to me that they all kind of lead to this one place where all of these stone statues are kind of staying. So maybe we could just kind of keep that in the back of our minds as we're making it back to do this uh, this little task of, of holding up our promises or whatever. All right. All right. Eye on the aqueduct. Right. Yeah, check out the aqueducts. Cool. <laughs> Who's the nerd now? <laughs> Can someone get me a saucer of milk or something? I'm just getting a little bit famished, and the places we've gone to eat haven't really had my favorite things. So if just someone could be on the lookout for a saucer of milk. That other guy tried okay. to steal me some milk, and it didn't work out so well. We'll get it for you back at the end. Okay, aqueducts and saucers of milk. Got Thanks, it. guys. So, Tika, the moment that you open the, the door, you see that the butler, a tiny gnomish woman named Matlina, you met the uh, the, day, the day before, oddly enough, uh, was, was is standing there with her hands perched, just about to knock, and she kind of takes a step back and goes, "Oh, oh, it's so so sorry, so sorry to trouble you. I I didn't mean to to interrupt. Um, the count would like some words with all of you in his study." Oh, okay. Uh, no worries. Yeah. Um, is now good? Yes. Great. Perfect. We're on a very tight schedule. Now, now would be the best time. Please, if everyone could, uh, follow me. Uh, guys, we have to meet in the study? Yes. Fine. Uh, okay. I usher everyone to follow me. Okay. The, uh, the little, the little gnomish one, she leads you, uh, down into the bowels of the manor, deep into the earth, um, going through, a, uh, like a labyrinth type, like, set of passageways and hallways before finally ending up at the study. The stone bookcases cover the walls where the, t- where there aren't tapestries hung. The count, a dwarf of advancing years, sits in a wingback chair, staring into the fire with bleary red eyes. He nods at your arrival and says, do not sit. For this shouldn't take much time at all. There is a small matter I need you to take care of. All right. Uh, We're listening. Okay. Oh, not more of this. Yes, more of this. Does he look like he slept? No. Is it something good? Uh, An elf by the name of Mr. Botch. He, like you, answered my call, but has been less than useful in affecting my preferred outcome. To be blunt... He has done nothing but take up space on my dime. Inform Mr. Botch that he has had that he has a choice. Start paying for accommodations or join you in your endeavors. If he chooses the latter, then all is forgiven. If it's the former, I expect you to extricate him from my interests. Do you understand? How much extra do we get paid for this? Well, you do this thing and you get paid what you are getting paid when you take care of the terror. Seems like you're asking us to do something extra for free. I agree. Here, here. Why would we? Yeah. Why would we do that? Very well. Uh, you may also leave the inn and return to wherever it is you came from. <sighs> so we have to make him agree to pay or he joins us. Or we Correct. extricate him. Or we kick him out. Yes. It kind of makes it sound like joining us is bad, but I mean, I'll try not to be offended by it. I guess we'll try yeah, and get him and to pay. 
And what if he doesn't fit in with us? I mean, not that he has to fit in, but but we like, have a are, very specific vibe. There are a lot of big personalities in this group, and I'm already kind of socially awkward as it is. What if he hates cats? What if he hates cats? Then what am I to do? I was told there were five of you. Now there are four. Where is the fifth? Uh, right here. Hello. Hi. Yes, I've He's already counted it. We're handling it. It's an, it's a non-issue. Good. What do you mean? There's the four of us and the cat. That's five. I am doing my math wrong. I'm going to say six because I can't count <laughs> properly. I was, wow. You've done this to us before, though. I, I'm very tired. I, I, I've not had any sleep tonight. Oh, no. Who's dead? <laughs> Well, yes, we lost we lost one of our friends out in front of your house last night. I thought we told you that. So another companion would go a long way to helping you. I guess. Don't let me keep you. I guess. W- where is Mr. Botch? He is at the lightning rod in, or at least he has uh, a room there. Uh, got uh, to go act as eviction force. Well, we have the keys. Oh, that's true. We do have the keys. <laughs> um, botch, uh, he doesn't tend to botch things up, does he? Because if so, I don't know if I care to work with this fellow. And that's when uh, the, uh, the Matlina shows up. She's like, oh, it appears that you are done with your meeting. Please follow me to the exit. Oh, okay. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks, Matlina. I guess we'll be going now. So you probably saw that we have a, a stone, a little stoned friend of ours outside. Uh, just keep an eye on him. For she's us. just giving you a look. She's giving you a look, like a little confused look, and she goes, "A, a, sto- a stone friend, a stone friend outside." A stoned friend outside. If you wouldn't mind, just keeping an eye on him. To be honest, I didn't find him to be much of a friend. He did do that whole thing on the zip line, and uh, I almost lost my life. Uh, so there's a I, there's a stoned loser in the front yard. Yeah, he was kind of a jerk. To be honest, I don't know that I'm going to miss him. All right. I'm down to eight lives now because of that guy. He was guy. doing his best. I know he screwed up with the zip line, I, but come on. I yeah he he you know he made questionable choices, but he, he was kind of lovable. Uh, he kind of botched up the zipline thing. <laughs> um, I mean, he had—he was very brave. He was brave. Anyway, our friend was turned to stone. He was more like reckless. I, are, have we been let out of the study now? Yeah, at this she, point? yeah, yeah. You are. You're. You, she. She's not slowing down. She's kind of like going as fast as he can. I would like to actually uh, turn back real quick and go talk to the count one more time if I can. Okay, so like uh, she is, she's about to go around the corner, and you just manage to linger behind her just enough, and then you just rush back, and you only have a couple of seconds because you can hear her go, "Oh, you're not supposed to go here. You're done." Right. All right. So you run out. Uh, yeah, I barge back in and go. Would you be having trouble sleeping because that your house was almost besieged by an army of rock people last night, t- turned to stone? What 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 do you think about all that? Why were they coming here? He he turns to you and in a very flat voice says. I haven't the foggiest idea. I don't believe you. I don't even need to roll an insight check. <laughs> <laughs> Was it foggy last night? Uh, a little bit. Mm. And, he, and he turns back to the fire and just says, just do your job, please. Fine. 
it's helpful if you give the people doing the job for you the information to actually do the job. I, if you're going to pay me the 500 gold, that's fine. But if you're keeping something from us that could get the job done, well, then that's your stupid fault. Come on. <laughs> and that's when Matlina shows up. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. He was not supposed to. Uh, please come this way, young man. And I come barge on. right past her. Oh, that's not. Oh, I'm probably older than you. <laughs> and she like slams the doors and she like she has to like kind of hop, skip and jump to get ahead of you. She's an old gnomish woman. No, I'm not. Wow, she's, she's, she's like she's like a middle aged gnomish no, woman. She's still probably 300 years old. <laughs> Something like that. Um, she leads you up to the top of the house and now to the uh, to the front doors, and she opens them and and she says, uh, "Please return if you have any issues." How does so? The minute we walk outside, are there still uh, an army of of of, of petrified people in the in the yard and out front? The statues that surrounded the gate are gone. Shit. Mm. Back to wherever they go during the daylight hours, most likely. The spot that contained Gadoth, the petrified form of Gadoth, and the cast iron dog is also strangely empty. Ugh. Uh, Some weird fluid came out of the dog when I killed it. And that's the same uh, black oil that I found when I pulled an arrow um, from some of the, the right. creatures. And the, there's been a bit of this. And, you know, I Is it actually, still there on the ground? Is there a smear where the dog used to be? Yeah, a little bit. Well... I keep thinking that I'm very optimistic, so I kept thinking that maybe that oil could have been um, medicinal in some way or in some way helpful to what's going on with these stone people, but that has not seemed to be the case because I did try and put it um, on our friend and it did nothing. Yeah, unfortunately right now we have no leads as to anything that could turn these people back away from stone. I guess it would be good if we found the stone form of Gadoth wherever he might be. I still think a lot of a lot of these mysteries are leading, are leading us to the mine. Oh yes, the mine. I would love to investigate the mine, but we should also check out the lightning rod to see that. We do need to get her keys fellow. back to yes, yeah, right. And keys, lightning fine. rod, mine, aqueducts, a saucer of milk. Quite a to-do list. <laughs> Fuzz, thank God you're here. Hey, thanks. So you're just gonna you're just gonna walk down to the lightning rod? Up? I guess so. Okay. We, there, there is there is that poor woman waiting for us, and we've locked her out of her place of business. So. Yes, at a at a quick pace. I'm going to catwalk over there. So it's a little strut, little strut, little high high step strut. You'll be 20 minutes behind us. Uh, no, I actually have a walking speed that's a little faster than you, so I might be there. Yeah. Awakened cat. <laughs> so the lighting rod it is isn't that far. You you pass. Um, the Zornda's pastry shop patisserie, you pass um, the alley where you fought those uh, childlike creatures the night before, and then you reach the lightning rod, rod in and outside the chimney remains uh, smokeless as the place looks cold, but standing outside the inn, reading a book, is Marika, the uh, the woman that was uh, running the inn at night. She smiles when you appear and she goes, ooh, goodness, thank Ashuna, you finally arrived. I thought I was going to have to sick old Captain Jalmar on you. <laughs> Sorry about that. 
I'm so sorry. Things things went awry. We have the keys. Yes, if you wouldn't mind opening the door now, please. Yes, of course. Uh, and Tika, Tika opens the door. Ah, uh, that could have been a bargaining tool for us. We could have made money off of that. She then holds out her hand for the keys. It's not too late. We could get some money off of this. <laughs> Ask her how much this place is worth to her. Just to kind of smooth things over, Moxie's gonna Moxie's gonna rub on her leg just a little bit, like and a little purr, just to just to you know kind of diffuse yeah. the situation. Everybody knows works. you're a sociopath. That doesn't work anymore. <laughs> it totally works because the woman the woman kind of like I'm absently kidding. pets Moxie and goes, uh, "I'll have some coffees and pastries out in a jiff." Excuse me. Sounds oh. good. Oh, that was a good head scratch. And then she uh, walks away. Marika, uh, okay, I'm sorry. Is there a Mr. Botch staying here? Would you happen to know what room he's in? She, she sticks her head out of the window. Botch, botch, botch. Yes, botch. He's in room 312. Great. So did we did we inadvertently trap everybody by not having a key everyone that was inside was, <laughs> was the same thing. <laughs> no one leaves um you, you look up at like the you know like the wall where they have all the keys and whatnot you notice that the only your rooms and then 312 are the only ones with keys missing on them so it looks like you're the only people that were uh, stating here i see okay uh all right well let's let's go ahead and get this not. taken care of we, we should get I mean we need to do as much business during the day as we can because every time night's fallen around here things have gone straight to shit so let's get Mr. Botch handled and then get on going to the mine if we can I guess uh, who's the most charming would would someone like to try and uh, uh, I believe initiate? that would be Ms. Gold Whisper so yes um I'm quite charming mm. um I'm very oh. charming. Look how cute I am. I'm a little fluff ball. <laughs> Maybe Who's you not charmed uh, by a little ball of fluff. <laughs> achoo, achoo. Maybe. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Some people find me kind of annoying. Um, but huh? You don't say. But I can be I can be pretty persuasive. Whatever, Gwen. <laughs> so you guys go up to uh, to uh, room three twelve. Uh, yeah, let's go to 312. I'm, I'm going to knock on the door a little too loud. It shouldn't have happened. I mean, let's be clear here. That rube with more golden brains shouldn't have had such luck. First, he draws a flush. A flush! On the flop. A flush! Then you kept getting crap for the next few rounds. As the night went on, you finally had luck move your way, but suddenly you got pocket aces. So you go big because on the river, a pair of kings shows up. Boom, all in. Then this hick throws a king, king, queen, full house. Cleaned you out. Well, you know when to call it a night. And your uh, bed of the lightning rod was calling in, so you head on over, avoiding the creepy statues as best as you can. And what do you know? But the place is locked up tight. It's like they forgot about you. And no matter how much you knocked, no one came to answer. Eventually, though, you found an open window and slipped into a bed. And lucky you, it happened to be your room. At least you wouldn't have to deal with any questions in the morning. And that is when somebody started pounding on your door. 
Who is it? Uh, hi, Mr. Botch. Uh, why don't you just come out? There's no Mr. Botch in here. And who would I be speaking to? Just a moment. And you see the door open just enough for an eye to peek out. Who sent you? Wow, what a beautiful eye I'm looking at. I would love to see the whole pair. Just just one second, one second. Let me, let me just fix myself. I'll be right back. I shut the door all the way. And you hear something fumbling around inside behind the door. Just somebody putting on clothes and knocking over furniture. Just, oh, hold, hold one second. Oh, uh. And then a pause as the door opens slowly. And you see standing before you an amazingly handsome elf with a soft maple complexion. And if you look closely enough, you see faint dark lines that resemble wood grain. His long flowing hair, a uh, walnut color, wears a, a Shaolin style monk robe, but it's a little different from their typical uh, monk robe. It's a lot nicer. It's as though he had his monk robe specially made by a tailor. The materials are nicer, more expensive, a, a nicer cut, more flattering cut. Even his his quarter staff looks a bit designer, and oh he God. he also has bracers <laughs> with darts in them that all look brand new and shiny. Uh, everything about him is very put together, and he stands there leaning on his, his quarter staff, posing. What can I do for you? Wow, you look uh, very wooden. Lots of lots of different types of wood about you. Uh, Meow. <laughs> my uh, mother was uh, half hamadryad, so uh, yeah, I get my looks from her. Well, anyway, uh, we were sent to uh, have have you help us in a quest. I don't know if that's your type of thing, or if this is a prank. I don't know. Help you with what? Count Tavian told us that you told us to tell you that either you need to come along with us or get the hell out of the inn. We'll have to extricate you. Get the hell out of the inn. What I'm I'm here on on business. I'm he's paying the account. Apparently, here. you haven't been doing the business that he wanted you to do. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just telling you how it is. Uh, he mentioned something about not paying for your accommodations. Excuse me, but I can pay for my accommodations quite nicely, thank you. And I, I reach inside my robe and I pull out a, a stone that's shaped like a coin purse that looks like it was picked off of something. And I put it here. It's all there. I uh, shake it around uh, and I don't hear the jangling of coins. Well, I mean, I'm sure that whatever that is is going to wear off sooner or later. <laughs> I mean, we're not your landlords. Like, aren't oh, you're you being your landlord? Oh my god, I thought you guys were the landlord. No. No. We collectively are not the landlord. We are adventurers. Huh? I guess there wouldn't be five of you. No. Okay. But we're not going to get paid unless we either kick you out or drag you along with us to the next place we're going. So... Jackabock Botch is the name, and uh, if you guys are up for, up for an adventure, I'm willing to join. Just just a, just a few quick background qu questions. Um, You're not you... a cop, are you? No. Okay, go ahead. Uh, but come to think of it, I might be good at it. Um, but anyways, uh, do you have a death wish? That's a very strange first question to ask him, Tika. How are you oh, a zipline? Well, I just want to keep everyone alive. Do you, yeah, 
do you do you want do you have any do you really want to die not in particular where what is this leading to are you uh, you're not looking for a sacrifice no, of just, some I'm kind just, are you I'm are just you thinking just... about longevity um and and do you do you um never mind uh, no i don't usually um okay. moxie moxie would like to mark him by rubbing around his legs Oh no 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 no! Then no no cat no cat hairs on the outfit, please, uh, if you wouldn't mind. Then I just do it harder. Oh no! Could, could somebody is this? Does this belong to anybody here? Could we uh, kind of get it? She she's belongs to herself. Party. Oh, stray! I didn't know they let no, them no, in no, here. No, she she's very capable. It's kind of upsetting, actually. Okay, is she capable of not being on my rope? Um, I don't have time for this. We have an uh, we have an important task at hand. I need you to stop fighting with our cat, uh, and <laughs> let's just get on with the show. Come down with us. We're we obviously need you to be a part of our crew. Um, our last friend turned into stone. He made really stupid decisions, and we're hoping that you're not that type of guy. Um, that's that's kind of why I asked. You know, just you know, if you. He, I feel like he was, you know, he kind of had a death wish. He kept, he jumped off a zip line. It's true. I mean, I, I really liked him, though. Mm. Oh, yeah, me too. But what kind of person does that? He was a very nice guy. Strong, not very bright. Mm. My condolences to you Did all. Did you come uh, to town with anybody or were you going to take on this whole job by yourself? Just out of curiosity. Funny thing. Uh, I did kind of stumble into this group. Uh did you guys come by carriage? I came by carriage. I, I showed yeah, up. I did. Uh, but there was this group already there. Weird group of guys. Band of birds, bird band, banding. Band of raptors. That was it. They had a name. They had a name. They had matching uniforms. Really weird set of guys. Huh? The, strange, the, the weirdest thing is that the moment he says band of raptors, you actually hear a bird screech far away. It's really strange. That's the last time I'm going to be saying that name. Because that seems to happen every time. So I'm not going to say that anymore. But anyway, I was with these guys. They had the uniforms. Um, turned to stone. A few of them gone missing. Um, to tell you the truth, not really missing them all that. No finesse at all. So I, I Have I ever heard of this band uh, of raptors? You have. They are. Yeah. The moment you say that even out of character. Stop it, saying like that. Another bird screech in the distance. Um, <laughs> they're kind of a. Whoa. Um, a, a, a very uh, un a, 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 a venturing band that kind of is uh, a little bit uh, beyond the law. Um, they're more bandits than than ventures. Got it. Uh, they don't ask questions. I, I I thought they were an actual band, and I asked them about that. They did not like that at all. They no sense of humor. So or music. How sad. No, I guess I should have noticed. No instrument. All right, uh, Jacobock Botch? Jacobock Botch. Call me Jacobock. All right, Mr. Botch. Uh, No, my dad is Mr. Botch. Call me Jacobock, please. All right, can I call you Jack? (laughs) No, no, don't like Jack. Okay, Jacobock. Moxie pipes up and says, I prefer to call you Jack, sir. Hmm? Which one of you said that? The cat. That was the cat. Right here. That's hmm? hmm. uh, me. Hi. I haven't looked down yet. Down here. Uh-huh. Yo. What? Um, we should get this out of the way now. I talk. I'm a cat. I know it's a little weird, but uh, I say words. I speak English. I understand. Sometimes I pretend like I don't, but I do. So let's just get that out of the way. 
uh, you and I going to be buds. I'm going to warn you guys right now, whatever I took last night has not worn off yet. Okay. Um, I just saw the cat talk and yeah, she talks. She's famous. Yeah. She's Moxie Middens. Well, yeah. I mean, if she's a talking cat, I would hope she's famous. At least she needs a new agent. If not. Uh, maybe you've heard of me, sir. I rescued children from wolves single-handedly. Uh, so I'm kind of a legend around here. Mm, I don't know any wolves or children. Well, so I'm um, happy to share my stories with you. Mr. Botch, what do you do exactly besides look very fancy and, you know, not pay your bills? Well, I don't think I need to do much more than that. Isn't that really enough? I, I, I mean, I, I, the last guy died, so yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe we could do this conversation not in my doorway. I'm gonna... Fine. We should, we should roll this. So you walk back downstairs. Uh, the Marika has gotten enough, uh, you know, muffins and some pastries and a uh, whole spread. Ah, oh, very nice. Thank you, Marika. Is there milk or cream? There is. There is both. Okay. Thanks, we can check that off the list. Which one of you did I give my coin purse to? That would be uh, me. Gwen, the rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Could you? That I mean, it's not mine. It's it's one of the the band of rap. Oh, I'm not gonna say it. Um, like there's a half screech in the distance. It's really, it's really, really strange. <laughs> can I get that back from you? I'm gonna be holding on to it for a while. We need to gain some trust first. Okay, well, good thing it's only a rock. Okay, um... Botch, did you happen to go by this, uh, this mine outside of town that belonged to, uh, that belongs to Ivan Little Menace? Honestly, I haven't been really doing much around here. Uh, the, the guys kind of crapped out on me and, and went and died, uh, kind of early. I haven't had much time to do much anything else. Um, I mean, they beat up a lot of people, and I didn't get much out of that. They but sound no, great. No, haven't haven't been to the mine. Well, I think that's the way we're headed. If you want to join us, um, uh, it's either that or go to jail, huh? Yeah, yeah. Right. You don't or really just, have a choice. Or just leave town, and and I mean, yeah, oh, it was yeah. like, oh yeah, you can or... you can leave. Yeah, that's that's not gonna fly. Oh, speaking of which, uh, behind the bar, uh, Mara, 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 Marika, 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 Marika. Uh, wow. Did anything show up from my dad? Letter, a no, chest. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Jackabock. Unfortunately, nothing has arrived for him quite yet, but I am, of course, on the lookout for it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But, oh, yes, while you were all upstairs, a letter did arrive. Um, not for you, Mr. Jackabock, but for everyone else. And she, she oh, pulls out wow. a, a large yeah. piece of stationery um, and puts it on, on the counter. And, and on the front of it, uh, it says uh, it, it says the name... Uh, 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 Domina Akaki. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, oh, then uh, uh -oh. next to it, there's a little, a smaller note that says, "Please return this missive to your, uh, uh, to your mistress." What? Wait. Oh, yikes. Oh, who are you guys in so trouble with? We're supposed to take this back to the Skullface Lady. So this probably came from a scary guy with the nurse. And she goes, oh, um, are you talking about the, 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 ha the, and, and she, she kind of leans in. She's like, the, the half orc lady that's really big and scary and wears red. Yeah. Red yeah, dress. Yeah. She showed up uh, and, and kind of indestructible. She, yeah. She showed up and she almost threw this in my face and then she just walked away. Hmm. Is the letter, um, opened at all? Yeah, a little bit. It's, it's, it's not even sealed. It's just folded. 
I, I mean, I'm, I'm very curious. It is a very long letter. Let's read it. I really don't want to take this back to that lady. We only really delivered that stuff for her because so she'd help us out of that haboob. Um, seems like pretty out of the way. Let's read it. Yeah, let's read okay. it. Wait, are you guys a are you guys a delivery service or? We did it once for for a very real practical That's purpose because we were in a sandstorm sometimes called a haboob this woman allowed us to stay with her until the haboob passed but in return she asked if we deliver this thing for her and now apparently people think we're her servants which i don't love hmm. it's what happens you do it once and you just get caught up in the cycle people are going to ask more favors of you before you know it you guys are fedex i'll just uh, read it to you so that the audience can hear it too and uh, the letter says, uh, Domina Akaki, I appreciate your crackleberry bonbon as I am in need of a respite of levity. It has been some time since I was able to find joy in the simple pleasures of life. And for this, I am grateful. What I am not grateful for was your choice of messengers. They almost caused Nutrix Jatoy some minor injury. Tending to her wounds causes me no end of vexation as I am very busy at the moment and can spare scant moments to deal with such mundane matters. As she wasn't hurt, I will consider the matter closed, save for some lingering wariness. Have you ever considered the look of a dying thing? Until recently, my life's work has was the study and teaching of inhuman creatures of all shapes and sizes. Many monsters throughout the world owe me their knowledge and skills in this regard. It was always my honor to dissect those that crossed my path, excising them down to their base tissues and humors, looking for that single mote of life. Until recently, I have found no such particle of vitality in any of the crude meat that we clothed ourselves in no matter how father pulled off his trick. Life claws and gasps on the stormy seas of existence, attempting to remain above the roiling water for fear of the abyss below, barely realizing that it is their honored fate to sink to the bright depths and become the victuals for those living in the deeper reaches of reality. Of this fact, I am sure you are more fully aware than almost any other monster. All of this is to say that our contract is nearing completion, regardless of surface appearances. My children and their dogen are making their way through those that wish to disturb the slumber of Nenea Fix. She will continue to rest and dream, leaving the rest of us to our devices, hopefully for all eternity. Assure your master that I have never wavered in my dutiful convictions and will be pleased and it will be pleased that it won't find a cerulean worm corrupting its ripening apple. We shall not meet again until the clutching sands become gravid once more, save for recompense of future transgressions. My residence here is quickly coming to an appropriate annulment, and I shall venture south to New Calidor to discover my brother's ultimate fate. So long as our designs remain in conjunction, I foresee no reason that we cannot remain hospitable allies. Physician O.W. Forrest. P.S. I return your creatures to you, mostly unharmed. They are of no concern to me. Did anyone else hear a weird, creepy German accent when you were reading that letter to yourself? 
Yeah, I def. It reminded me of a director. I can't remember. Yeah, like a like a like he <laughs> documentaries about grizzly people. Yeah, and I feel like taking a boat through the Amazon. Does anybody else <laughs> want to do that? I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she mentioned that we injured her, but the thing is, or they mentioned that, that well, whatever. We didn't the point injure is, her, apparently, I think is what he said, and we did quite a lot of injury to her, I thought, but apparently yeah, not. Yeah, well, he was upset about something, and it's really upsetting because, I mean, they just weren't cooperating, so, so we So people really don't cooperate, no you smack them around, huh? They tried to hey, kill our cat. I, I didn't smack anyone around, I just healed people. She, she did try to... She did smosh, smush me, smush me, smoosh me with her large fist. And I can't support hurt, animal cruelty. And I almost, and I was almost down to seven lives. Uh, for, for not for these guys helping me out. So, yeah, I mean, she did a lot more damage to us. And I mean, I, I did crossbow her in the heel. Um, but, you know, it, how big it was, was she? Or that was just a bad shot. She was quite large. This, my children and their Dogon are making their way through those that wish to disturb the slumber of Naneafix. Has anyone ever heard of the name Naneafix before? Uh, mm. not Would that, that anyone, be a history anyone, check? Uh, anyone who has proficiency notes. in history or religion can roll it. I have that anyone who does not cannot. I do. Proficiency in history, and nope. I'm going to see what I remember. Uh, I got that I proficiency in history and a net one. I got a uh, 22 on my history check. Woo! I, I take very detailed notes and have post-its. <laughs> um, and I'm a cat, so I'm a not religious. Um, it, it, the name sounds oddly familiar. You've never heard the name before, but the, the, the construction of it is, is fairly common for uh, like a draconic creature. Uh, yeah, so it, it's definitely... It sounds a lot to you like a, an archaic, uh, dr- draconic name. Does it sound more like this guy is at the bottom of some of this going on now? I don't... Here's... Here's what let's do. Um, <laughs> very I'm well very said. good at... Well, it's like an old-timey way of speaking. It, I swear that it sounds stupid, but it's not. Um, so... I am quite good at forging letters. Um, it is something that I had to do all the time in the Matriarchy of Thieves because, as you can imagine, we got into a lot of, uh, of this type of thing. I'll leave it at that. Um, if everyone is okay with it, why don't we take this letter and I will copy the handwriting style. We'll say that we did an excellent job delivering the letter. And if we wanted to, we could try and get some questions answered or relay any type of message that we want to this woman, should we choose to even deliver it at all. Ooh, withholding the mail. <laughs> I, like I reach into my robe and I pull out, would you like to borrow my forgery kit? <laughs> oh, well, what is your name, Mr. Botch? Uh, J- Jacob J- Jacobock. Jackabock. Jackabock. Well, Jackabock, if you already have a forgery kit, I would let you do the honors if people like my plan. I don't know. I mean, it's it, it sort of feels like we're stabbing in the dark because I don't understand half of what this guy's talking about. And so, I mean, if you just want to try to make up some other bullshit, I guess. I would have the letter simply say that the uh, it, it, the people who delivered it did an exquisite job and you should treat them with such uh, gratitude that you answer any questions 
openly and honestly. And stop being a bad guy. I think I understand, but let's 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 think on it. Maybe what we want the forge letter to say, and then maybe on the way back from the mine, we can drop off the letter to the mine first. Yeah. Wait, do we know where the mine is? Yeah, it's on the other side of the mountain. Got it. All right. We have to check out the mine. This guy. I mean, this guy sounds super fucking creepy, though. Jeff, is the mine included in the hiking tour? Uh, it is. It is included in the walking tour. We are not uh, taking the hiking tour. <laughs> the hiking tour is a different tour altogether. So no, you're not taking. I have it. heard that the hiking tour is very informative, Willoughby. Listen, just if you want to do the walking tour, be my guest. I would really like it's, to. It's fine. I understand. We need to stay on a you know rigid trajectory. I'm here to make money. I'm I'm here to do the thing for the rich guy and get the money from the rich guy. The tour sounds lovely. When we're done, how about that? That sounds great. I'm money sounds awesome. Same. I just I just want money. I just want to be the richest cat anyone's ever met. So. Of course, my apologies. I get distracted by, you know, tempting things like hiking tours and box lunches. It's all right. There's a lot of distracting things around here. Stone um, stone people in the streets. Of course. Quick, quick question. Moxie, are you wearing anything right now? I just want to mention to Tika that uh, among your brochures, she discovered that there is... At Verlorn, the ghost town just north of Wittenberg, there is an actual temple they uncovered beneath the church that has sunken into the sands. Uh, they just started doing tours of that place like a month ago. So we heard about that. We heard about yeah. that place. You know, that place sounds super creepy. It's not that far. I mean, the mines seem pretty far away. So if we did, no, the, mine, well, the mines are much someone closer. Someone wanted to see it. Mines are much closer. Mines are in the mountain. Oh, I thought we were at uh, Wotenburg right now. Yeah, you are. The mines are in Wotenburg. I think first stop, first stop should be the mines. Right, and then and then this Valoran sunken city, where their weird church was uncovered because. Look, I, I would love that. I haven't been doing this adventuring thing very long, but weird churches that get uncovered. I mean. Bad things happen, and, and there's so much history. Sounds great. Okay, so, so, so we should we should probably to the zipline. Then I'm kidding. No. I'm just kidding, guys. Sorry. Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Sorry. Keep an eye out for a Goliath who's now made of stone and probably has a terrified look on his face. Mm, there's no way I'd so notice sad. that. Okay, so the mines? Yeah, so I'm going to start stuffing yeah, my pockets full of um, uh, pastries and whatever's on the table. Uh, Marika? Yes? Is there, um, is there, there, there is a, uh, what do you, I'm sorry, a temple in town, right? Are there, are there any strong magic users in town? I mean, no one's been able to cure anybody of this, of this. Uh, she, she kind of gets like a, a kind of a sad look on her face. Mm. Um, and she goes, well... Uh, Quinta Bosch, she was w one of the first victims. That hmm. right after That's terrible. she she was the third person turned to stone. From what I from what I understand. Okay, all right. I'm sorry to hear that. 
<laughs> what was she wearing? <laughs> Why would you say that? Um, cl- c- cleric robes? My character has a lot of internal misogyny. <laughs> I haven't known the two of you for very long, but you seem like terrible people. She is a wonderful woman. She she helped anyone that, that came, to, came to her door. Well, not, not anymore. All right. She sounds lovely. I I, I apologize for that. I understand. It just as a cat, you have to understand. As a cat, I um, you know, I have some. Pro- I find religion to be really problematic because you know I'm a cat, and so sometimes like some religions kind of fetishize us, and other re- religions think that we're evil. And uh, you know, I just in general, when someone's like super religious, it, for me, it's a huge red flag. Just personally, as a cat. All right. Well, to the mine, I guess. To to the mine. Does this man, uh, Lil Menace, uh, can he normally be found at the mine or does he live somewhere in town? The man who owns it. Oh, he's, he never leaves the mine. Well, that's weird, but also good to know. Well, um, good luck. Don't need it. We're awesome. You leave the hotel, the inn, the lightning rod inn, and you set, set down, you start walking down the mountain. You go about halfway around before taking a, uh, before you finally reach the Lilmanis mines. The top of the mine is chalky and white with powdery stone being crushed far below. A constant, constant torrent of pale grit wafts out of the wide uh, mine opening as nearly nude workers eating a quick meal attempt to keep their minerals off their food. Standing near the entr- entrance wearing a kilt and a steel helmet and nothing else is an older dwarf giving orders. Is it like right on the outskirts of town on the other side yeah, of town? So you, you go about uh, three quarters of the way down the mountain and it's kind of right there. All right. Um, I think that's uh, I think that's Mr. Little Menace right over there. Uh, are we gonna go in the mine? You think, or are um, we gonna stay on the outside? Like, no, I think we're gonna go in. Uh, I mean, we're probably gonna have to talk to the guy in the helmet and the kilt first. But like, as as he's kind of like shouting things at, at his at his workers, who, like I said, are pretty much just wearing loincloths, and that that's about it. He occasionally glances over at you and giving you a little bit of a, a little bit of side eye. Do we see any machines similar to? I mean, yeah. Do we see any machines? Let me start there. No, I mean, there's a there's a small conveyor belt, and there's a track that's leading uh, carts up. Any tracks that look strange or familiar that to anything that we might have seen? Uh, you know what? Roll a perception. Well, he's looking for that. Do I see any like coveralls? Um, something to wear over my clothes? Uh, no, it's <laughs> not to get no, it's dirty. All dwarf size, so it's uh, fancy, uh, fancy boy. Uh, Fifteen on a perception. Um, you see off to one side, there is a small shed and you see a couple of dwarves working on machinery in there. Hmm. Uh, otherwise, you don't see anything that uh, that you would think of as machinery. All right. So I, I, wa- I want to rewind slightly. All right. I mean, because I'm just remembering. So when we were walking through the forest before we got to town looking for that old woman, we found this rock that had been this big rock that had like it had been chewed through. Mm hmm in a weird track kind of way. I'm remembering that correctly, yes? I mean, underneath the uh, bottom of the tree? That's my yes. memory. Yeah. When we were following no, the not, path. Un- not under the tree. There was a different part in that forest where we saw a big rock that had machine-like uh, 
archers. Yeah, yeah uh, that was yeah a boulder that you think that some sort of machine climbed over. Right, right. Okay. So we're outside of the mine right now. Yes. Indeed. Um, is there any sand? Like, what's the ground look yeah, like? Yeah, literally everywhere. Cool. It's great so, uh, and dirt, I'm and there's gonna, light chalk. I'm gonna, okay, cool. So I'm going to just go to the side. I'm going to just pee real fast, because I haven't done that in a minute, and there hasn't been a litter box for me, so I'm going to sure. do that. And then I just start kicking up sand to bury it. So I'm just back paws, just kicking up. So it's a little bit of a mini sandstorm is happening. No, it's it's no. There's there's literally like a a, a mini sandstorm coming out of the mine the entire time. So sure. you, you, you well, do then nothing. I'm, I'm contributing to it. Okay. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, do we want to? Do we want to? What do we want to ask this guy? Do we want to say just like, hey, can we have a look around your mine? Or we're interested? Or uh, we we were uh, asked to investigate uh, the mine by the count. Great. So if if we could take a look around, or if someone could give us a tour. Right, and keep an eye out for that uh, that weird viscous substance uh, that could be, could have been motor oil or something. Um, I'm also going to be keeping. Uh, I know this is a stretch, but I'm going to be keeping out uh, an eye for uh, the sign, the butterfly sign between me and Gwen. And- I want to do a little investigation here, too. I want to look at this stuff that's coming out of the mine. Does it resemble what uh, my last party turned into? Uh, the, the 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 grit coming out of here? Like the stone. Like, is it similar? Um, I mean, it's it, is, is it made of the same material? No, they're, they're kind of digging out what appears to be more like limestone, whereas everyone else has been turned into more of like a, 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 a granite, an igneous, and not a sedimentary. Tika, do you mind uh, leading the way? Oh, of course. Just be your natural curious self. Uh, okay. Here we go. I lead the way. What's <laughs> up approaching the, uh, the the man with the helmet? All right. He is still giving orders to people, and eventually when you get close enough to him, he kind of pauses and gives you a look and goes, Speak your business. Uh, hi, I'm Tika, and and this is my party of friends. Um, we're just passing Next on through. Fox. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. Party <laughs> friends this fall on Fox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm sorry. You want to? You want what? Um. Oh, I don't want anything. Um. We're just we're just passing through. You know. Um. I'm really into into history of mines. That is the weirdest thing to be of history of. The Count has asked us to explore these mines on personal business order of the Count. Also that, if someone could give us a tour. We're on official business. The, so is the cat. W- hold on. Every, and he goes, everyone just be quiet for a second. And literally all the miners are kind of talking in the background, just kind of instantly become just silent and just sit there quietly and other than the sound of the machinery far below you don't really hear anything else and he goes you want to tour my mine did i stutter Uh, yeah i'm sorry a a cat just meowed very loudly and it's hard for me to hear very loudly (laughs) i I guess you could put it like that but we're we're on official business so is the cat 
It's very important. Like, you can either give us a tour or we'll we'll let ourselves around. But just know that we're going to be in and out. This won't be a long thing for either of us. If you'd like to help us, we would like it. If not, we'll just go about our way. We're on official business. What what Gwen said. He he nods towards a couple of the uh, dwarves that are standing uh, uh, far away from him eating some lunch. They just kind of stand up and pick up a couple of picks and walk over next to him. He goes... You're telling me either I let you in my mind or you're just going to walk in without my permission. Is that what you're trying to get at, little ladies? I step forward and start to growl a little bit. I step backward. If, if it makes you feel better, we're also in the pursuit of knowledge, or at least I am. Um, so, so, so there's that. No. We, look- we were sent here. I don't want to force anything. I'm sorry. Who am I speaking to? Um... The owner of the mine, Yvonne Lilmenis. Exactly what I thought. We were told to speak to you and to go into your mines, check it out, whether we got your permission or not, order the count. The count says that you have the... I am... Hold on. Correct. The count said that you are allowed to go into my mine, regardless if I say yes or no. Correct. He said, get the job done, whatever it takes. Listen, I would like to work with you in a way that's as easy and breezy as possible. Why don't you roll a a persuasion there, please? 15 plus four, I got a 19. I'm proficient in persuasion. I'm gonna roll a little dice here and I got a really low number, so I'm gonna do some addition. (laughs) Um, And he goes, Fine, come with me. I'll give you the dime tour as long as you'll be out of my hair as quickly as possible. I tip him. I give him a. I give him a gold piece, a bronze piece. <laughs> bronze <laughs> I give him a piece of lint for my top. I give him for my pocket. <laughs> but with like a real hearty handshake. <laughs> yeah. He he, he kind of uh, doesn't know what to do with it, so he just kind of drops it on the ground. The gold um, and the. Wait, okay, so I did give him a bronze piece and he had, he didn't know what to do with it? Yeah, it's a bronze piece. A copper piece. I see. I, I give him a copper piece. A little insulting. Where did you find the bronze? <laughs> you know what? I've played in different timelines and in some of them, bronze is a big deal. <laughs> I, I hand him a hunk of iron. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't Kryn. <laughs> Can you guys give me change for an amethyst? <laughs> amethyst is the first name of the character. Is the first character I ever played in my life. I oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's very meaningful to me, actually. Um, okay, well, I, I'm tr- I, the the act that I'm trying to do is to to give him a, a serviceable tip, nothing extravagant, nothing uh, too showy, but to show him a level of gratitude. So, what amount sure. would that be? Um. Well, none. He's he, he's not a he, he's not a poor person. Gwen, Gwen, he owns the mountain. I still appreciate a dollar. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> carrying on, uh, I say. It, well, instead of uh, coin, I, I just say thank you. Fine, fine. Uh, helmet up before we go down below. Are there helmets uh, nearby that we can grab and put on? Yeah, there's a there's like a stack of them. Is there like a a headband, maybe? Like something that just lets the hair still go, but doesn't hold it down? You can stay stay topside if you're not willing to do literally the minimum safety. I'll put a helmet on. (sighs) 
fine. I'm just gonna let my hair flow for a little bit with the air coming up from the mine, and then I'll put the helmet on once I. I, feel I mean, satisfied the air coming from the mine is full of chalk dust, so <laughs> it looked it looked good for a moment. What do you mine down here exactly, Ivan? Dust. No, mostly it's sandstone at the moment, but we're looking for Cetus. Lighter than mithril, tougher than steel. Natural affinity for arcane energy. We we heard about Cetus. They thought that this place was uh, was mined out. And he's saying this because he's kind of leading you into the mine. Um, thought of this place was mined out years ago, but I have a new process to leach it out of the uh, surrounding materials. So we're digging back into the old veins to find uh, more of it. How long have you been doing this new process? Started a little before winter last year. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, a little before all that unpleasantness at the new calendar happened. Right, yeah, I think I heard about that. Uh, fascinating. So, are you aware of, I mean, I'm sure you're aware of what's been going on in town, about people turning into stone and weird things being attacked and such? Yeah, but that happened well after we, we began here. This is, this no, has nothing to do with us. I, I wouldn't dream of it. I wouldn't dream of it. I wouldn't dream of implying anything else. So the miners that are walking out of the mine, uh, male and female, are literally just wearing loincloths. And he, he the, like the elevator comes up and a bunch of naked miners uh, walk off the elevator and out. Is that so they don't steal any sandstone? No, it's going to get very hot in a few minutes. Should we be taking off our clothes? I would recommend it. He says, as right. he's, you see him, he's only wearing a, 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 a kilt and that's it. Well, it's getting hot in here, so let's take off our clothes. I want to personally thank you for that. All, yeah. all our clothes? <laughs> <laughs> he leads you over to an elevator, and he pulls on a rope to cause a, a bell to, to ring, and the lift just starts to lower deep into the ground, and after about 50 feet, it starts to warm up quite a bit. And by the time he reaches the bottom, it's probably about 110, 115 cool. degrees. I'm just going to do that thing where I leave the top half kind of dangling down. And so just the top half is bare and I wish I was a monk. Kind of rubbing it in. Yeah, Moxie is panting. Oh, wait. And to make it worse, it is like 120% humidity down here, too. Oh! Hmm. So, so we probably should take off our clothes, Jack. Yeah, I've taken off my clothes. My clothes uh, are completely to, off. Uh, the... the just covering, just basic decency. I'm fine. I'm, yes, yeah. Chain chain shirt comes off. I keep the weapons on me, of course, but uh, so I, I'll keep my pants on. Tika has taken none of her clothes off, and she's absolutely miserable, but refuses <laughs> to take her clothes off. Nerd. Your your hair has gained like twice the volume since you've been down here. Um, I'm a cat, so same thing. I'm a little frizzy looking. Oh man, that uh, must be hard. Yeah, I just, it's like, but kind of like beautiful, you know, it's just like, just like, I'm, I'm basically just like a Q-tip with some legs. My armor class is down. Here we Jack, go. Jackabock, is that your name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack I'm making sure to inhale and like puff up as much you're, as I can. You're not a magic user, are you? You don't have any type of cooling spells, do you? <laughs> No, uh, cooling. What's a cooling spell? What would be a like a like a ice storm? What do you want? Like a snow? This guy's gonna be we, so much. Hope. What are we talking here? Do you do? I mean, do you do uh, magic? 
I mean, how does one do magic? I, yeah, I, like, what's your thing? What's your my thing? style? My thing is being my thing is being awesome. My thing is uh, doing my okay. thing, and um, my thing is looking good. Jackalbach, don't take this the wrong way, but I've kind of been wanting to ask you a question. Mm. Taking the wrong way. Go ahead. Um, cool. Um, so, uh, did did your parents really, really like the game Jack in the Box? <laughs> I'm not familiar with that game. We didn't really have a lot of games in my house. Oh, okay. I've... Never mind. Why? Why? What is it? Jack in the Box. No, no reason. Are you hot, Tika? Do you, are you sure you don't want to, you know, like lighten up? I, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I can carry your clothes for you. I'm, I'm fine. I'm okay. totally fine. All right. I'm, Tika, I, I'm not. I'm not hot at all. I, nope. I pull Tika aside and I say, "Listen, as the only other human, well, elf woman here, uh, not in a weird way, but you should, you should take off your clothes. We're gonna." Burn up, like please. I, I don't make I'm this fine. an ego I thing. Don't, don't I, make it. Don't, don't be weird. You're gonna die. Look, I was taught. I, I don't I, care about modesty. Just take the clothes okay. off. I'll avert my eyes. None of us are gonna look but, at you. Okay. If they wanted to know what you look like, they could just look at me. <laughs> Without our clothes, oh, we wait, look exactly the same. Completely true. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm kind of flattering you a little bit. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Uh, fine. Um, this is something Rayo would have done. <laughs> Tika, like, is really, really miserable, and, like, she's like, fine, okay, and she goes in a corner, and she, like, really slowly <laughs> takes off her, like, purple dress with the collar, and, like, takes it off, and, like, and... So she has these like full on like granny panty polka dotted like <laughs> outfit. Like it, it's honestly still covering like a lot of her body. Tika, did you just put on more clothing? No. Which hmm. check about? No, I We're making fun of me. None of us are absolutely looking. not. He, no, absolutely not. Botch. Oh, we're not looking. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, it feels a little better, but botch botched it. But uh, Mate, no, I, that's it. Moxie is staring. You know that stare that casts you, where they just stand there, and you're like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" So Moxie is just positioned um, and staring at Tika as she disrobes, unblinking. I firmly. Avert my eyes. Yeah, eyes totally averted. Same. Thanks. I'm completely not looking at Tika, um, but I never am. So what's new? Okay. Please don't make fun of me. Of course. My granny made Tika. I will make fun of you, but it won't be because of how you're dressed. What? Let's keep uh, going. We're in a very hot mine. Okay. We should probably get to the bottom of this. So we don't have to spend too much time here. Well said. Okay. Um. If if you do look at me and you like my outfit, my granny made it just so you know. Very nice. Okay. So do you want us to look or not? This is a little confusing. No, no, I, I don't, I don't want you to look. look. But like, it just reminds me of her now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, Moxie's gonna, whatever like small part of um, Tika's calf is exposed, Moxie's gonna lick it just to fuck with her. Hey, 
I'm a cat. That's what I do. Mr. Little Menace. Oh my God, you're still here. Yes. Uh, Mr. Little Menace, uh, do you have any kind of machinery that you work with? Any or any sort of beasts that you work with? It's awfully hot. I'm just curious. No, we have a jack-like grill drill that we use down here. A jack-like drill. Uh, so like a drill that's like a like a hammer and type of. No, jack leg. Oh, a jack leg. Tika, I wasn't named after that either. I was going to ask that. Okay. Just, just want to make sure you, you know that. Yeah. Oh, right. And you it. can start hearing it in the distance. And it does it sound like the, the type of stuff we've heard in the past? Uh, no. For example. Okay. So uh, we heard like a weird kind of like wormy sound, like a worm grunting sound. Like a, yeah. Uh, certainly nothing like that. No, no. I want to ask this guy about uh, just kind of the goings-ons that we've experienced in terms of like, okay, we saw this rock that had this type of thing. We mm-hmm. we heard a bird talk to us about a machine. Uh, Fuzz, I assume you hop in with the details. We've, uh, we went into this uh, patisserie and we heard uh, this type of thing. <sighs> wow. Well, I don't know. Any, is any of this uh, in any way related to what you guys do here? No, there's no way that the patisserie, number one, we're not digging at that depth. We are, the patisserie is about uh, 300 feet above the entrance to the mine. So we're so far below that you wouldn't hear any of this stuff up there. And no matter what anybody on the lower rim can tell you, you can't hear us digging down here. This rock does not translate the sound because there's too many voids in it. So you tell those people who come over here and complain that no, we are not causing the little cave-ins that are happening. Have you gotten in a lot of complaints from the people above you? I am a legitimate businessman trying to make a buck. So inside yes. check. I'm going to inside check on the causing the causing the little cave-ins. Go ahead. Oh, not good. Eight. No, he definitely doesn't cause any, any cave-ins. I don't know why he would even think something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid. Stupid. Sure, Jeffrey. He's very, he's very trustworthy. And so eventually the, the, the lift gets to the bottom of the mine, and you're probably now about 500 feet below the surface of where you entered. And he opens up the, the gate. It is pitch black down here. So if you don't have dark vision, you can't see anything. All of us have it, though, right? Because we were all... I, I mean, can. I do. None of us are human. I can. Three elves, a cat, and a fuzz can. We're good. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We didn't. Don't. We also get a bonus because yeah, of fine. the being born in like caves or whatever. Uh, no, you have the light spell. You can cast any time you want. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, but yes, as an elf, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, he goes and he looks around and he's like, uh, "If anyone needs me to uh, uh, light a torch, I'm perfectly willing to do that." But as we are. As I only uh, employ dwarves. Hot enough as it is. Yeah, we're fine. And he starts walking. He's like, so this is original. And, and he's starting to get louder and louder. He's talking as you're getting closer to the actual working surface of, of the mine. And you see ore carts moving uh, down this. It's filled with rubble. And the air is just filled with this particulate matter that just uh, looks like, because it's completely patch black here, like these like gray little moats floating in the air above you, making it very difficult to see. Mr. Little Menace, have you heard any, um, this is a weird question, any giggling? Giggling? We don't, you don't allow any frivolity or merrymaking while at, at work, sir. Yeah, just strange giggling. We, we came across some rare, very weird, milky-skinned creatures that 
could have been subterranean in the origin. I'm not saying they had anything to do with you. I just maybe they like the underground and they laughed and giggled like a weird, weird sound. Are you, are you asking if we've come across any creatures down here? The answer to that question is, of course, no, we have not come across any kind of creatures down here. All right. All right. What would, what would, what would you do if you did? How would you handle it? Well, since we, well, since we have them, but if we did, we would, of course, seal off that, that mine um, and yeah, off of that course. drift because there's, there's no reason to keep that open. <laughs> Completely agree. Kind of like how the mine was sealed off until you figured out the new way to do your mining. The mine was exhausted, but we have a new process here. Where we're going to leach the cetus out of the actual ore, and at that point, you're up to to the to the working face, and you see probably about three dozen dwarves, all of them completely naked, just um, uh, using a large machine that a couple of dwarves are turning uh, augers uh, next to, and it's just pounding into the uh, surface of the uh, uh, of the of, of the mine and and every once in a while a little like explosion of rock and dust comes out of it and a couple of dwarves pick it up and throw it into a machine and this is happening all over the place and, and he says the cetus is in small batches throughout here and what we do is we collect the ore and we take it down to a refinery down at the surface uh, in the surface at the, at the base of the mountain and we refine the cetus out of it we are doing exactly what we're doing, and we're working well within spec here. And you're looking around, and it's just all rock face everywhere. All right, all right. I mean, I uh, and the sound uh, does the sound that the, what they're doing does not sound familiar at all. Not at all. I don't. All right. I, yeah, Willoughby sort of like looks at everybody with a shrug, like I'm running out of ideas here. Is there anything else the Count would like to inspect? Have you got any miners that have gone missing? He actually pauses for a moment and goes, not really, no. Insight. Not even a little bit. No miners turning to stone. It's a 13 on an insight check. Um, and as you say that to him, he goes, well, I mean, so many people of the city have disappeared so far. and We've had a couple of disappearances, but no more so than anyone else. Have you uncovered any strange statues down here? No. Do you have any milk or cream that I could have? I'm a little parched. Oh, shit. Did this cat just talk to me? Yeah. I... I'm not going to insight check the cream response, but I want to insight check the uh, statue response. Okay. It's a 21. Um, let me just roll this up real quick, and I rolled really low. Um, you get the feeling uh, when he says no, he's not. He's being truthful, but he's not being fully truthful. So where did you find the statues? I don't know what you're talking about. We haven't found any statues down here. All the statues are on the surface. Do you know anything about them? All the people? No. I'm just a minor. Well, one day you'll be an adult. Now, when you say you seen no, you didn't find any statues down here. What have you found down here that's been out of the ordinary? Mines, drifts, things, uh, uh, exhausted portions that are no longer worth uh, looking into. Any uptick in your uh, fatalities uh, recently? Accidents? 
people losing limbs? No. Um, what what do you know about uh, this kind of like kind of black sludgy oil type uh, liquid? Uh, do, you, do you come across that in the mines at all? Some, there have been a couple of incidents uh, that have have yielded this weird kind of sludgy oil like liquid. Well, we we use this for lubrication. He walks over to a to a wooden pail. And he, and he kind of like talks to a dwarf there and he hands it over to him and he, he brings it over and it's a pail full of this black sludgy uh, uh, oil and there he's like we get it to uh, to keep the machines lubricated. Where do you get it from? Uh, we bought it from a local local supplier. We go through uh, their uh, go-between uh, uh, physician O.W. Forrest. We're, we've actually we've actually worked with him as well. It's, 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 a, it's an amazing material. We used to be using just uh, uh, olive or filbert oil if we could get it, but this stuff is way better than that. Moxie, would, while this is happening, Moxie is just going over to the oil while they're all talking. So continue to talk. I'm I'm kind of stealthing over there. Well, so I do. Listen, oil fanatic to oil fanatic. What is it that you like about uh, this oil? Organic oils tend to have a, a smoke point where they suddenly become too viscous to be used. And this stuff has a point that's about 500 degrees higher than what we need it for. Well, as the as someone who's uh, experiencing the heat firsthand, that sounds pretty important. I rolled a 23 on my stealth, so no okay. one knows I'm over there. Well, let me just let me just roll a at disadvantage since all the all the dwarves are working diligently so that the boss doesn't see them. Yes, they rolled very low. Yeah, you're not going to beat a 23. No. I'm very stealthy. So, anyways, I'm going over there while all this is happening. <laughs> so, um, a bit of small talk for you. Uh-huh. Uh, I one of the places that we found uh, the very same oil is uh, in in more or less living creatures. We actually uh, were, were hired by the Count, as we shared with you, and we had to kill what seemed like a dog of sorts, a, a quite vicious beast. No, and they, no, that's they not... bled that same liquid, and I'm wondering if you know anything about why no, that, that would that, be the that same stuff you work with. That can't be possible. This 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 material is non-organic in nature. Uh, we were we were assured that they that it's a, some sort of a mineral that we sometimes find in deposits deep within mines uh, in areas that's rich in anthracite. What is anthracite? It's a form of coal. Uh, so while this is this conversation's going on, Moxie is stealthed over, and she is going to cast detect poison and disease using her sense of smell mm-hmm. on uh, this oil to see it. It, it, uh, it is technically not poisonous and is not disease ridden, but if you were to drink it, you would it would kill you. So it's poison to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I am detecting. Poison. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so you're not going to drink it. Well, I, I didn't go over there to drink the it. I went there gonna, to the thing investigate. you should drink is technically poison. Yes. I see. Uh, you definitely asked if they had milk or cream a moment ago, no, and then no, you went I, over there. This is, no, no. This is this is like uh, ex, expositional uh, journey, like thing that I'm doing. I'm sure, trying sure, to figure sure. out: can I get a sense of 
Um, so it says that I can identify the kind of poison, poisonous creature, or disease in each case. So what am I identifying here? It's mineral. If I, it's a mineral. A mineral that would kill me if I tasted it. Well, okay, so the funny thing about... No, no, if you tasted it, it'd be perfectly... You'd be fine. If you were to drink a... a, a if you were to drink out. 16 ounces of it, it would like kill you from an over-calor... From, from having too many calories. So it's, okay. a, it's, a, it's a mineral oil. It's a mineral oil, yes. So it's a mineral oil. So it is. It's not. It's not magical. It's just a straight, a regular old mineral oil. Correct. Do I do I know what minerals? Because I can detect that. Um, it's a long chain uh, uh, carbon uh, uh, this, uh, lipid. Looks okay. works great in a fog machine. So I know it's not monster blood. No, it's not monster. Okay, just making sure. Um, I'm going to do something in the meantime. I'm going to kind of back away. I'm going to use Mask of the Wild to kind of hide myself a bit as I cast Disguise Self to make myself look like one of the miners. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to walk over to a group of miners and just start pretending to work next to them. Okay. Whew, hot one today, eh? Uh, uh, well, yeah, it was very, it's always very yeah, hot down in this yeah, mine. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, first You're damage. You're also job. naked now. I'm in a loincloth. I'm in a disguise, illusionary loincloth. He said they were full naked, full but yes. naked. You see everything. I, oh, oh, okay, yeah. Then I disguised self, and I was very kind to myself in the process. And it is not cold down here, so you can't use that excuse. I was kind to myself in the process, I said. It's my <laughs> magic spell. I was in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, first day on the job, um, what can you tell me about it down here? Well, uh, well, you just have to, you know, when, when they get the muck, you have to muck, you have to rake the muck up and put it into the pails. And you bring it over, over to the to the uh, to, got it. to the car, and mate. then we move it up. Raking muck, muck raking. Got it, got yeah. it, got it, got it. Hey, uh, anything weird happening down here? Anything strange you guys see? Well, it's just just rocks. I don't know how strange rocks are. Uh, rocks could be straight strange. I've seen some strange rocks. I've seen a lot of strange rocks. Well, wait, are you are you asking about the southern drift? Of course, uh, the Southern Drift. Yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah don't, everybody's they, talking about it. If somebody tells you to go down there, and that's a joke, don't go down there. It's a hazing thing they do for people. I'll be nice uh -huh. to you this one time. So don't worry, it's closed off. You can't get hurt anymore. Uh huh. What, what's what was down there? Well, I don't know. It closed off. I wasn't here when when they opened up, but I I got hazed too when I started a couple months ago. Uh huh. Uh huh. So what did they? What nobody ever said what was down there. It's just closed off. Well, they said they, they they saw strange strange creatures down there, um, and that uh, the, the the boss decided it's best if we don't keep looking that direction. So we put a door on it. A door, so a strange creature that can't get through a door. Well, it's locked from our side. No uh -huh. thumbs. Great, great. So um, nothing else strange going on here. You guys doing good? We're mucking rake and we're raking muck. And that's when that's when uh, Yvonne turns around and goes. Shut your yap and get back to work. I ain't paying you to to jaw with with some other people down here. That's right. Sorry, sir. John, me, John. Hey, uh, you, John. Just breaking muck. Yvonne, would you be mad if you found out that the sludge you've been getting is uh, is is organic? It's not what you think it is. Why would I care? 
All it's doing, all it's doing is lubricating the jack leg drills that I'm using. That's it. Hey, I I hear you. I uh, ask uh, ask don't tell. I I, I don't care about uh, where the sauce is just made either. Just curious. Um. Look, is there anything else the count would like to look at down here? Or can I get back to work? Yeah, uh, I was. This is me talking to Jeff. I yeah. was looking at uh, at Botch, who yeah. uh, I, I, you know, with my elven ears, uh, we got a <laughs> sense of what was happening. Uh, that there was a secret room. I did just want to say, did we uh, see him disguise himself? Were you watching him when he did No, that? I was hiding. I, I, assume, I assume everyone was look, watching Yvonne. But right now, what's really strange is you see a naked dwarf with his hands on his hips, just standing there with you guys. Oh, what? I'm just gonna roll. A, I'm just gonna roll an intelligence real quick, and uh, Vaughn rolled a two, and so he just assumes that there was always a, a dwarf with your group. Um. Well, I would like to ask about uh, about the Southern Drift. Oh yeah. Hey, what can you tell us about that Southern Drift there, the the closed off area? Yeah. What? Well said, helpful naked dwarf. Oh, oh, sorry. Gonna get back to work, and I duck right back uh, around a corner, and I redis- I drop disguise self and come back. I, I quickly ask Yvonne, uh, gosh, uh, you really don't seem to screen your employees, do you? This guy's got a loud mouth. The Southern Drift? No, I don't know anything about the... I'm sorry, what drift did you say it was? Southern. No, nope. the Southern no Drift. No Southern Drift's here. I take... Oh. I take my uh, my dagger uh, or my rapier out enough just so he sees it, kind of like I'm showing off a gun. Mm-hmm. I say, I know that you heard me. I'm going to insight check him, too. <laughs> okay. Um, 21. While, while that's going on, um, it's a little dust. It's dusty down here, right, Jeff? Oh, it's extremely dusty. And, and he definitely knows dusty. about a southern de- drift. Yeah, and so what's happened to Moxie is, you know, she has this, like, really fine gray fur, and it's just collecting the dust. So um, <laughs> she's she's a darker color now. She's almost a black cat. Oh. I wonder who with, this new cat is. With glowing, but you, you could tell it's her because she's got these little glowing green eyes, and she's blinking a lot. So she's kind of just running around, like, seeing what's going on, and she's a little, like, she's basically having a reaction to the dust that Gwen has to her. Okay. Payback's a bitch. Avon, my um, naked, very blessed uh, dwarf friend that was standing here a moment ago um, was telling me about uh, the Southern Drift, an area that you uh, closed off. Oh, wait, did anything happen when I kind of uh, showed off my radio? Yeah, why don't you you roll an intimidation? You can roll it with advantage. Okay. My first roll was a 15, and my second roll was a 9. So 15 is... I don't have any uh, bonus to, to intimidation. And, and, and he sees you with your hand on your rapier in a very suggestive way, and he looks at the rest of you, and he kind of sighs, and he goes, Tell the Count. We sealed it off. There's no way to get through. Show us. How long ago did you seal it off? I think the Count's going to feel better if we uh, we see it for ourselves, and then we can tell him. Could you show us to the Southern Drift? Please. Excuse us for one second, Yvonne. Go ahead, go ahead, yeah. I don't know if we do want to see what's in the mines, but what I would like to know is when they closed and what's been going on leading up to it, because there might be some pretty dangerous stuff in there based on the creatures that turned our last friend to stone. We're totally... <laughs> 
You're totally right, but I mean, also, let's at least get a look at this door that they've apparently boarded it off with. Is it secure? Has it been opened? You know, at least... It, it could mean get us paid. If we, we don't uh, have to go all the way down in we there. I'm just not saying. See it. Agree. Ivan, yeah. uh, uh, how long has this uh, door been closed? What was the incident leading up to it? And, and why don't you show us how secure it is? Fine, follow me. And he gets back into the elevator and he pulls on a bell. And, 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 he, and I assume everyone's walked onto the lift with him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tika has been yeah. uh, quite qu- quite quiet because of uh, the outfit change, but uh, yeah, we would um, love to hear more. T- Tika has been kind of hiding in whatever corner or coverage that she can get, and just like uh, really awkwardly, like she, sweating. I'm really uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, she follows in the back. Okay. I have a lot of, uh, 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 as I've shared, I have a lot of uh, issues with women uh, in in my own ways. Even though I love my own sister and my mom, I, I kind of can be judgy towards women. So I haven't been the nicest to Tika, but I see that she's having a hard time with this. And I make sure to kind of shield any eyes by kind of covering her with my own person. Um, you get but into- I say nothing of it. <laughs> no, nope. real subtle, like yeah, we're, yeah, we're all very I clear. I kind of notice, but <laughs> um, you get into the lift, and he rings the bell, and the lift starts to slowly ascend up, and he's just kind of standing. Uh, Leo Manis is standing off to the side, kind of shaking his head, and as the temperature starts to drop from about 120 degrees to only about 90. Uh, he pulls the bell again, and you see that the uh, that the uh, lift is maybe about a hundred feet below the surface at this point, and ahead of you is a mine shaft. It's gotten slightly less hot in here, so we might want to put our clothes back on. Is, is that the second verse? Uh, okay, Tika, I- if you say so. Says Tika, who's already fully dressed. <laughs> <laughs> Yup. <laughs> you put on more clothing. Are you wearing a turtleneck now? And what? Nothing. No. Nothing, nothing. Putting my chain shirt back on and. <clears throat> Moxie is just a little like soot monster. She's now a, a black cat with two green eyes, blinking a lot, a little confused. I'm leaving the top down on my my uh, my monk robe. Yeah, I just put my. I'm pants leaving back my on. top down. <laughs> well, <Not fun. laughs> so he uh, walks off the lift and down a drift. Um, the temperature in the passage starts to rise ever so slightly as you, as you start walking down and, and the grade starts to go pretty pretty steep and uh, steep for you. Um, and eventually starts to switch back on itself. And so you kind of walk down for about 100 feet and it switches back and then you walk down another 100 feet then it switches back again. And it's very tight mine. And at some points it's so narrow that you kind of have to turn sideways to to pass through here. So what kind of creatures did you find down here, Ivan? Well, I, I didn't see any creatures down here. Just some of my foremen said they saw something in the dark. And as you all know, when you see something in the dark down here, it's better just to leave it alone. Of course. Meow. Were, were they able to describe it at all? Anything? What happened to them? I, they still work here? Yeah, a couple of them still work. I mean, old Gita's upstairs, but he's the night watchman, and he's not going to be here until the sun goes down. Gita's. 
Where does, uh, do people spend the night here? Just work, work overnight or their cots? No, I am not, I, I am not a, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a taskmaster. I, they, of course, uh, get the nights off. I figured. No, you sound like a great boss. You seem like a great boss. So mm-hmm. water is pouring. Teamwork makes the dream work, right? <laughs> That's wonderful. I feel like I should put that on on a poster, maybe with a shots of whales that are jumping out of the water. Yeah, I like, I like that. Uh, the, the temperature of the mine again starts rising as you get a little bit lower. Not not as severe as last time, but it's it starts to get a little uncomfortable. Um, and then water is pouring down into this mine until you're starting to walk in an actual puddle, and then it's about up to. Uh, knee deep when you suddenly uh, appear in front of a pressure door. It is um, the, the the door itself is, um, is is new and locked tight and you can see that there is that there is fresh and very thick mortar on the outside of the door and by fresh I mean maybe a month or two old. So knee deep, knee deep for the half elves so for the halfling it's like almost neck deep or it's, shoulder it's, it's deep? It's like waist deep for you. Okay, all right. Uh, so well, there it is. It's knee deep what? Water. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. knee deep uh, water that's about. It's actually pleasant. Aqueduct water? Water's like, like 90 hot degrees. Hot water? It's like 90, oh, okay. 90 95, 100 degrees. So. Pretty warm. Yeah. Okay. I don't like water. I just want to be clear about that. I assume you're on somebody's shoulders. You can point. be on mine. Um, okay. I mean, you can, you can hop on my head that's really nice her hair is is perfect so like that seems to mean a lot i'd prefer to keep the cat hair off yeah great i'm gonna i actually prefer gwen so i'm gonna get on gwen's shoulder oh come on all aboard okay (sighs) i'm still mad at tika for this even though it's clearly not her fault because she did try to help and i'm just like thanks a lot i was rejected I mean, to be fair, though, if Tika hadn't asked, the cat would have definitely gone to Tika. So technically, it is her fault. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it's a pressure door. Yeah. It's 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 dogged on all six sides of the door, Hmm. um, and there is a large uh, wrought iron lock uh, keeping the dogs from opening. Does it look new? The door itself? Yeah, it's it's a couple months old. I mean. the keeping the dogs from opening. So the dogs are a um, metal valve, like a like a lever on the outside of the door, and it's on six sides: the top corners and the middle of it, so the door can't open. You see them on submarines, exactly. Yeah, uh, and mines. This might be something that Tika could answer. Uh, so I guess this is a question for for anybody, but. Uh, I feel like I've never experienced or witnessed aqueducts in my life. I feel like I don't quite get them. Can can I be? Uh, ex- can I have this explained to me a little bit about in this town in particular and aqueducts in general? Like wh- what's going on with these? How how do I understand? How can I make this make sense to my small brain? Um, Jeff, what? What have I researched about aqueducts? I know I know some from the brochure. Okay, so an but... aqueduct is literally just a bridge for water is what it comes down to. Um, they usually are gravity fed. This place is the exact opposite. For some, somehow the construction has um, what it could be best described as like a, a gravity inversion on the actual aqueduct itself. So it's taking up all the water that collects in the bottom 
of the valley at the basin and ships it all the way up to the top of the of, of Wotenburg. So normally, if this if this aqueduct wasn't in some way magical, uh, the water would be flowing from the top of Wotenburg down to the basin. Of course, yeah. Okay. So, so Ivan, uh, how 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 far does this tunnel go? No, oh, Ivan, Ivan, even, even, even. Well, from um, it goes another 100, 200 feet or so straight ahead, and then it enters a chamber. Um, but after the reports we saw about, we heard about the chamber. We decided just to lock it up tight so nothing can get in or out. Uh, the cha- the chamber you found was this a natural chamber? Was this uh, was the carved out chamber? Something you guys made? Something that was there before? It was it was already in the mountain. That's all I know about it. I would like to try to turn the door and see how easily or hard it is to. I mean, there's to, a, there's a lock on it that, that prevents the the wheel from turning. Oh, I mean, I could lock pick, but also we could might maybe ask Yvonne if this is something that we could just unlock. No. I was just trying to test it. I, I mean, if yeah, it's locked, you, you I guess. You can test it. Yeah, you can test it. It just the lock just stops you after turning it like a couple of millimeters. So even, even, Elaine, Evelyn, 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 Evelyn. Um, who are the who was the last person to see this this chamber? Hmm. He actually thinks about it for a second. Goes, well, it'd probably be a poor boar, Raco, 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 huh? He come back a little different after he saw it. No, he he was. Well, he was turned to to- turned to stone. Okay, so my follow up was where can I find this guy? He was turned to stone down here. No, uh, a couple of nights later, after after we discovered the chamber beyond the store. You said Gidus is going to be showing up for the night shift. Yeah, and he saw so and he saw one of the creatures. Um. Yeah. But you shouldn't go bother Gidus. He has an important job to do. So, what's his job? He's the night watchman. He makes sure that no one comes down here and does anything terrible. Yeah, you wouldn't want anybody to steal all this sand. Um, so, how does he feel about cats? Just I've curious. never asked. Uh, so this Braco guy, he wouldn't be the first guy in town that got turned to stone, would he? No. Just out of coincidence, randomness, or anything like that? No? Okay. Mm, no. If I remember correctly, it was the uh, Stroutmane girl that got turned to stone first. Oh. Okay. How many people have the key to this here lock? Just me. Good to know. Good to know. Sounds very secure. It wouldn't happen to be on you, would you? No, it's in my office in my lockbox. Oh. Uh. Lock What's box. the lockbox combo? Just curious. <laughs> well, the lockbox combo is six. Wait a minute. <laughs> um, and you say you got one night watchman, do you? Okay. This is a stupid question, but uh, I, I noticed that there's a lot of lightning in this town. And at that exact moment, you actually hear thunder from far above you. Down here? Are, are you yeah. guys doing this? I swear I'm not. I, uh, I, I don't know. I was just, I'm not a science person. Uh, have you guys heard of science? I, uh, I've heard of Alka familiar. <laughs> well, I don't Magic know. Magic is the science of this world. I guess I was just wondering, like, the aqueducts here, I don't know very much about lightning other than that there's something to do with heat and water, uh, proximity to one another 
uh, I, I just, God's I guess bowling. I'm wondering if maybe because of the way that the aqueducts work in this kind of backwards way, do you think that's the cause of um, all this lightning? He actually pauses to think about it and goes, well, shouldn't there be lightning strikes at the, at the basin too? Hmm. Are there? No, not really. Hey, you guys were mentioning a temple that they found. Yeah, in the uh, that uh, sunken that sunken city or whatever it was oh, called. Are you talking about the tourist trap? Don't go there. Don't waste your money. Oh, we have to. Where pay? is that in proximity to where we are right now? Oh, it's about uh, ten miles north of uh, north of Whitlumber. No. Hike. Hmm. Yeah, we never did go talk to the Stroutmain family about their uh, their daughter that got turned to stone. I would really love to see what's in this chamber, guys. I'm just whispering without anybody else hearing. <laughs> Do you want to give it a try? I mean, I really, I'm really curious as to what this... I mean, was that a chamber that they made? Was it a chamber they busted into? Was it, this seems odd. Doesn't it? That they're digging a tunnel and all of a sudden... Who's the best at sneaking and looking at things? Is that you, Gwen? That'd be me. What do you think if we open this here door and send you inside and we hang back and if anything goes wrong, we rush in and help? That sounds like the way to get rid of a guest star. <laughs> <laughs> you say you say as Yvonne is kind of like standing off to the side and dancing, I guess, because he so he can't hear this whispered conversation. Oh, I mean, We're in a huddle. No, I, I'd ask him, you know, like, do you mind if we just, you know, take a pee into your mind? Take five minutes and just look in there. You don't seem too worried about this. I mean, you're very blase and casual about the whole thing anyway. So what's the harm in just opening it up and let's take a little quick look around in there. And now Have you ever heard of the uh, term insurance? Yes. No. Have you ever heard of the term liability waiver? <laughs> Is that how you pronounce it? I always thought it was liability. <laughs> uh, depends on where you're from, what part of the tongue you use. Um, uh, what, what would be the harm? We don't have the uh, we don't have that on our plan. Well, we are on a mission from the Duke, so I think as official business, he probably would take most of the liability in this instance right now. If you were just to open that up, and, and you let can us come tell on the Duke that he peek. can send himself and Captain Jalmar down here with those orders in writing. Otherwise, no. All right, all right. Do they have like warrants? Can, what do they have we there? Can forge, like, uh, we can forge that. Just so you know, we can forge that. Um, well, oh, my friend forges that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, out of curiosity, uh, how, how, um, important would you say, and I'm guessing very, uh, are the mines to the economy of this town. Would you say that this is a, a quite a important facet to the livelihood of of this town? I would say, of course, that any endeavor that I'm in is a very important endeavor. Certainly. Well, this is your sole ownership to this, so uh, town's really not getting much out of it. Taxes, fees, whatnot. Do they yeah. treat you right? You're well respected. You eating well? You calling home? Yes. Checking in. What are you? What? What are you? Okay, Moxie, roll a perception. Uh, sure. I'd love to. I'd love to do something. Um. Ooh. What? So then, what do I add? Hold on. I have to see what I add. 
I know I have to go back to that. I have to go back to that because I was on a different page. Um, what is my, what is my, oh, not so bad. So that, oh, it's a 14. Okay. Now, what are we going to say? What I'm going to say? No, what are we going to say? I'm getting annoyed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting annoyed. Just like and, the online uh, and, and honestly, the, the heat is getting to me and I'm covered in soot. It's pretty terrible. And so I just kind of out of nowhere, I I think I'm going to jump out of nowhere and I'm going to scratch this guy like a melee attack. What? Okay. Why would you do that? Because that's just how I feel right okay. now. Ro- roll your attack, please. Um, Sorry. Jeff. Yes. Uh, Tika's kind of just been listening and watching this conversation. Could I just roll like a general insight on him? Sure. See like what I get off of him? Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, now you're gonna get that he's being attacked by a cat. Well, <laughs> he feels like attacked. Prior, prior to that is what I was hoping. Yeah, yeah. R- I didn't want to r- interrupt. Roll your insight. Sixteen. Sixteen. Um, he is not. He wants to make sure everyone gets out of here as quickly as possible, and he's getting very impatient with all these questions. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Cool. Um, he also. Uh, is very confused by a lot of these questions because he is he is just a minor, is what you're kind of getting off. Of. Uh, uh, I rolled I rolled a natural twenty. You rolled a twenty. I did. Roll your damage. So Moxie does kind of like launch herself into the air, and she does kind of like the guy's face for a second, but she's delirious. She's a little delirious, so she doesn't, her claws don't come out, so she just kind of hugs this guy's face real quick and then drops to the ground. Nobody's injured. They're just a little startled and embarrassed. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry, the cat's been uh, drinking. Um, uh, uh, okay, sorry. We're we're getting a little sidetracked. The heat, the heat is really, it's really getting to all of us, um, especially me, honestly, um, but I'm back, yeah, I swear. let's go, right, right. let's um, go. Everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, everyone, that's right. Tour's done, tour's down, keep going, move back, and he's like, you know, great, big arms, great. pushing Glad people back the to the left. Page there. Can we see the keys on, on him anywhere, by the way? You mean, no, you want to look box. up his kilt and see what's there? Is that what you're trying to ask? Um, I mean, can I get no. a shape under the kilt that might be keys? There is something dangling in the front. <laughs> oh. That's what Is he true Scottish or is yeah, he... Yeah, uh, Willoughby. He is. Now, a breeze blows it up and he, he's definitely... <laughs> Definitely all, all Yvonne down there. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm so, I was just curious. And he works he says, for a living, so he is he is ripped. He says he, key, he says he keep keeps the keys on him. I can't. No, he said he kept him in a lockbox. Oh, in a lockbox. You're right. In his office. I'm gonna I'm gonna whisper to uh, to Willoughby. Uh, he's got the keys in his lockbox, and he's got one night watchman. If we want to like uh, right. come back, who sounds old. Right. All right. Sorry. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought that was just his first name. Ageist. Ageist. So he leads you to the to the lift, and, and he waits until you all walk on it, and he like slams the uh, safety bar down, and he rings the bell, and, and the lift starts rising up without him on it, and he goes, "You're no longer allowed in my mine. Come back with the Duke or Captain if you want to come down here again." That's fair. Thank you. You'll hear from our lawyers. Um. Thanks. Yeah. Sorry about the cat. Oh, that was 
not very successful. No. I think it was good. We learned a lot. Yeah. We did learn a lot. And then as you ascend, it gets it gets much, much cooler, and uh, then it actually gets uh, cold, which is actually worse, because it was... <laughs> it, you went from, like, 90 degrees to, like, 50 degrees, and that's a pretty big differential. Oh, and that, that sweat getting cold? Oh, yeah. By the way, the, the stone that we saw them breaking into and, you know, and, and crushing and everything like that, does it happen to look like the stone that people turn into, this sandstone? Oddly enough, no, no, it doesn't. Um, hmm. But yeah. it does look a lot like the sand that um, that uh, Akaki uh, gave you. In that, when they the did break is. it, when it did explode, you kind of noticed a little spark coming out of it, almost like right. electrical mm-hmm. sparks going across the face. That of makes it. sense, because they're mining for the same thing that we delivered from her to the doctor, the, the Cetus stuff. Do we have it any cling to our... You know what? I'm actually going to pick up uh, Moxie, uh, hold her at way arm's length, and see if I can't see anything glittering on her, because I know she would pick up the most dust yeah, while she was down like, there. There's like micas on her. Huh. And uh, I I flail while this happens. Should I roll for flailing? I toss you aside. Yeah, okay, done with you. Um, uh, that was a 15. I rolled a 15 on flailing, just if anyone. Yeah, in so, the you, you, cares. so just, just so just to be fair, uh, Jackabock, uh, Moxie mm-hmm. was dropped because she flailed and not because you dropped her. Uh, I'll let her have as that. As long as we're all clear that she caused her, her being let go. Uh, okay. I'm going to check my hands afterwards and see if I can see any of those flakes on my there hands. There are some flakes in your hands, and there's some flakes on them that are a strange coppery, silvery color, not the same color as as, as the rock. Um, it feels does weird. Does this look familiar? I never. Does this look familiar to anyone? I hold my hands out. Is it? I'm trying to get some of this soot and dust off of me, so I just I'm just rubbing on my on the rest of the party to try and rub to try to transfer the dust off of me onto them. And then and then as you rub your hands together a little bit more from this dust, you realize that uh, like a little like you kind of like shine it a little bit, and it's actually kind of a bright blue color. Huh. Huh. Weird. Could could I roll? What? Could I roll a history just to see if I've encountered this or like seen it in my studies? Or uh, sure. I mean, we saw this Cetus stuff. It was what we delivered to the. It was okay. Did it look like this? The blue color. Um. It yeah, it, it did. did. A couple. Of, a couple of pieces that were blue. It's very difficult to refine. Um, what you do know about this stuff is it is blue, but most of it's been destroyed over the years because it's used as kind of a an expendable in lots of magical items to right. give them power. Hmm. So am I rich? No, you have to refine it and you have to keep it somehow. Oh. Um, I'm going to put it in a pouch. I'm going to just put a little sure. pouch in a pouch to hold onto it. Chalpanayaka Key called the Cetus her children. First of all, cool name. Um... Is that the one we have to give the letter to? She referred to these as her children. No, is that no? It's, she's the woman who sent the letter. Or no, that's right. Oh. We're supposed to deliver the letter to her. Yes, you're right. Ah, uh, okay. What are crackleberries uh, again? Those are those are the the same things that the this little bits of cedus, right? In case is, you're wondering, uh, crackleberries is a uh, is an interesting uh, way of uh, of it's, it's a folky folksy way of describing uh, eggs. Oh, oh shit. What type of eggs? Um, hmm? I've never... Chicken eggs? Normally. 
Yeah, not in this, in this case. case. I'm sorry, what? Uh, I, in this case? I, I don't know. Interesting. Who are you? <laughs> are they are they dragon? Are they dragon eggs? I'm sorry, what? Draconic. She called Dragons. them crackleberries. No, these dragon are too, eggs. They were tiny. No, they weren't. Oh, dragons. What are they gonna? What are they gonna well, hatch into? Draconic, uh, dra- draconic creature. Yeah. What about it? Um, they're spider spider. eggs. Uh, oh. We don't what? know that for sure. No. No. Well, we wouldn't. Uh, so, okay. Uh, I I have a good idea that they're spider eggs because I've eaten a fair amount of spiders in my time as a cat. <laughs> And so sometimes they've eaten the spider eggs because it's just, you know, extra protein and then it kind of jiggles around. Uh, when we sleep, there's a good chance that spiders lay eggs in our mouths. So all of uh. us have some familiarity with spider eggs. That, that's why Tika wears a mask over her face when she sleeps. Yep. Um, well, we know that Neneafix um, is a draconic name. Uh, something to consider. My children and their Dogon are making their way through those that wish to disturb the slumber of Neneafix. And he said, I appreciate your crackleberries, Von Mott, as I was in need of a brief respite of levity. It's been some time since I was able to find joy in the simple pleasures of life, and for this I am grateful. He's having fun with these? She gave him eggs. And which is the Cetus, which we think we've been told at least that Cetus is remnants from Starfall, yes? From mm-hmm. from the law, uh, uh, so that Cetus is bits of a star that crashed to this planet thousands of years ago. Well, you know, stars contain organic compound. Right. <laughs> so... Would these be an organic compound from that that hatches into something... Bigger and angrier. These two, Chalp and I, and uh, the physician, seem to be trading it back and forth, or, or not trading it necessarily, but she seems to be paying him with it. For what purpose, I'm not quite sure. You want to know what she gets in return for this? Yeah. It's because he says, what did he say? Um, he says something about an arrangement. I will consider this matter closed saved for some lingering wariness. So it was as if this was payment that he was expecting from her. Why did she give him the payment? Don't know. Did she do something for him or not? He says all of this, it sounds like all of this is to say that, or he did something for her. All All of this is to say that our contract is nearing completion regardless of surface appearances are making their way through those that wish to disturb the slumber of Neneafix. She'll continue to rest and dream, leaving the rest of us to our devices, hope for all. So he doesn't want, physician wants to keep Neneafix sleeping, peaceful, not doing anything. We also know that the the, uh, O.W. Forrester is the supplier of this black lubricant. Yeah, that was super fucking suspicious. Which is why I think that maybe we should perhaps consider forging a letter <laughs> <laughs> as him to try and, and yield some some tasty results. Um, <laughs> Moxie rubs on Gwen's leg in support. That, that, that would be lying, though. <laughs> yeah, it would be lying, Tika. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do we want to go there and deliver a letter and get some questions answered? She was super fucking creepy, to be honest. Yeah. Kind of par for the uh, course for this town. Guys? That's true. Yes? Um, I've, I've been studying the eggs, and I could be wrong, but, um, they kind of remind me of, like, reptile eggs. Like dragons? Um. In dungeons and... I, I, I don't know if they fit inside dungeons. They're big, right? Wait a minute. Are they like salamanders? I love to fuck with those guys. I love I to like know. bite their heads off and like toss their bodies around. It's like my favorite pastime. I, I don't know how big the reptiles are. I was more thinking like giant lizards, but I guess that's a dragon. Aren't dragons more like raptors and not lizards? Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't really thinking of a dragon. Because they fly, so they'd be more along with the raptor family than they would be lizard. Hmm. Fuzz, what are you gathering from what we've been hearing? I mean, you talked to that one bird. I'm just wondering, like, what have you gained from from the conversations we've had? I mean, I'm still thinking about, like, the machines, you know? And Good point. It's good to be I would love to there. rage against him. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's the only thing that I've actually heard besides all this black stuff and sand tigers or whatever. I don't know. There's something kind of like metal machine going on. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we ask them where they get their machines from. Maybe there's a local person here. Really quickly, just to kind of like. I don't know, maybe there's something poetic to this. Maybe there's something scientific to this. I'm just very interested in the kind of dichotomy between the organic and non-organic elements to kind of everything around us. Like, it seems like there's very much this sense of push and pull between, you know, the machine-like qualities of some of these animals and then this, we were told that this black oil is this one thing. I don't know. Does anyone make anything of of this stuff and the kind of... I think that necessarily we were thinking they were machines because of the oil and everything else like that, but I don't know that now what what we know about the oil is that it's not, doesn't exact, doesn't necessarily mean that they are machines. Well, what's interesting to me is that we were told by the by Yvonne, that the black sludge is non-organic, but we saw it exist within these living creatures. Yeah, literally bled out of that thing I killed last night, right? Exactly, and was on the arrow of, of, of the creatures that we killed. So it seems like those creatures are being created through the mine, or, or something. I don't know. Do we feel like this is something that we should go back to the mines at night? Or um, maybe we should go to this lady and deliver this letter and, and risk our fate there. She was pretty creepy. What What, what was she? Was, did so... anybody know what she was? She Was she a Goliath? Or was she just a tall woman? I, I don't remember, no, she was, Jeff. No, she, she was a dwarf to you. Oh, she, oh okay, she was. Uh, guys, I, uh, sorry, this has been a lot. I would love a nap. That's personally, I would love if we just do a little nap time. I I would like that too. But uh, guys, I was just, you know, looking over all of my notes, um, including, including the letter that we got. Um, 
Well, I don't and read, so... At the, well, that's why I'm kind of explaining. Um, just some things that I've noticed. Uh, well, first of all, she mentioned her, um, where was it? Let me find it. My children and their doggone are making their way through those that wish to disturb the slumber of a word that I can't read. Um, uh, so she mentions her children, which maybe, I don't know if it, eggs, uh, I don't know if those are the eggs, but what was kind of concerning, um, was I realized over reading it again uh, we shall not meet again until the clutching sands become gravid once more, save for recompense of possible future transgressions. I just remembered now um, one of my SAT scores for uh, one of my SAT words um, in in my school, like to get into my very prestigious school, uh, was gravid, and gravid means pregnant. Yeah, preggers. I knew that. Did you not the know that? The sand is alive. Well, it just got back to me. So is the sand pregnant or is she pregnant? She mentions her children. Then she mentions the clutching sands being pregnant. Is she indeed the clutching sands? No, this isn't her, though. It, this came from the doctor and is supposed to go the to the woman. Right. That's a bandage, okay. dude. The guy so who knocked her, me off his desk. But I but feel it like been she... The woman. Right. Who is guarding the door? Who we all attacked? She seems yeah. like a crazy machine. We know her name now. Uh, 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 Nutrix Jatoy. Mm, that's that's a machine. But the physician says my children. Is he just? Is the physician just very possessive over women? That's what I always gather from most men. Do we want to kick his ass? I I feel like that's what it is. I, I'm, I'm down for the forge and the letter thing, but this is a very complex relationship between these two, and I think there's a greater chance of us of missing something. There's a lot there. I understand. Of of course. I just thought I'd, I'd offer that. Yeah. No, thank you, Tika. Yeah, was- no, Tika, Tika, that's very valuable information. Maybe, uh, maybe since these two are in the highest range of uh, creepiness, we flip a coin and figure out which one we want to go talk to. I, I don't know if I want to talk to the doctor. I don't know if I want to go talk to the doctor either. Then we'll flip half a coin and go to the other one. I think we know that. I think we know that the doctor's up to some fucking creepy stuff. I, I don't know if we need to necessarily. What are we going to say to him? Hey, you're up to creepy stuff. Can we get paid now? We didn't stop anything though. We could ask him. Uh, I'm gonna just stretch. I'm gonna stretch. I'm. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, it seems fair. Yeah. Moxie looks really tired. I'm going to stretch and then I'm gonna just going to sit. Um, I've rubbed all of my dust on all of you, so we are now um, all a little dusty. I think we'll... Go to, going to the lady? I think, I guess we're going to the lady. It's scary. She worries me, but we could come back to the mine, but we should do that at night when old Gidus is here. And maybe we can get into the guy's lockbox and give him a little conk on the head. It might even be safer there at night than if we were out in the town. So delivering the the actual letter. Deliver the letter. Deliver the letter. Go to the mine at night. But let's have a backup letter, and then we could, if things go terribly wrong with her reading the first letter... We can say, haha, fooled you. That was actually a forgery. Um, here's the here's real the letter. Here's the real letter. 
<laughs> what if we do the exact same letter, but remove just like two lines? Exactly. Ooh, start a little fight between the two of them. Yeah, we could just switch the lines about that we weren't good, say that we're great. And yeah, I mean, that was my plan too. Keep it pretty similar. Uh, yeah, we can get rid of what I am not grateful for was your choice yeah. of messengers. Um, what I am most grateful for is your choice of messenger. Just just delete those lines out of that first paragraph that's that talks shite, it's shite about <laughs> us. Slightly. Trying to get some more stars on your review, I see. And okay, then get rid it. of the PS at the end. I return your creatures to you, mostly Cause unharmed. Because that's us, I think. It could be uh, PS... I return your creatures to you. Uh, I'll just, just delete they are it. Take no out, concern to me. Just get rid yeah, of it. Take out. We can mostly take it out. unharmed. Just I return your creatures to you. They are no concern to me. I mean, no concern to me could possibly be like, so do what, do with them what you will. Uh, I return your creatures to you. I will return your creatures to you. They are delightly. Delightful and lovely and valuable. We love them. They're all attractive and interesting. You should probably give them money. Yeah. They should be paid 500 gold each for their services. And with that, Moxie rolls over and shows her belly. Where did you find such incredible creatures? Click the 22% tip button. In her letter, didn't she say that we're hers? Yes. So it makes sense for him to acknowledge that we're hers. Exactly. Oh, yes, so I return the creatures to you. Be, there should be acknowledgement. Unharmed. All right, so maybe just get rid of the mostly unharmed. I return your creatures to you. They are unharmed, of no concern. Period. Fine. Unharmed, period. They are no concern to me. I'm still a little afraid they might be like, oh, no concern, and then I'll destroy them. So, with this plan in mind, you have I emerged. I was an editor for Mad Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you emerge into the into the light of the day. It is cold up here, but at least you're no longer underneath that mountain anymore. And now you have a plan of what you're going to do, and that's where we're going to leave it tonight. Until next week, where we discover if you made the right choice or not, but you didn't. But hey, who's who's to say that? Not and me. We've all seen each other mostly naked at this point. Yeah, sure. What that's, choices that's could we have made? Very true. You always end the podcast like that. That's yeah, pessimistic. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everyone is. Everyone has now seen my belly. So, ooh. Wow, all right. Ooh. <laughs> and we've seen Tika's granny panties. <laughs> that go above my belly button, just so everyone. Yeah. Right. 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 Of course. <laughs> you haven't seen that much. No. 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 So we're clear. <laughs> And uh, two two very important things. Number one, uh, it's somebody's birthday, from what I understand. Daniel. Oh yeah! Daniel. Oh, yes. happy, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! If you really want to celebrate you. my birthday, happy how can they celebrate your birthday, Daniel? Guys, I'm making a movie. I wrote it. Yes! I'm directing it. Yay! I'm doing it with my my bestie Chase Williamson, who's just a wonderful actor and is so oh, sweet. Chase, ghost story. Um, <laughs> and I'm so excited. You can um, help us fund the movie. We actually have almost everything in place. We just need a little extra to get all this COVID. Um, 
stuff accurate and figured out and safe for everybody. Um, yeah. We're we need to figure out lodging to keep the crew and the cast separate, and um, we could really use your help. So uh, the uh, GoFundMe's on all my stuff. It's also on the Fear Initiative Twitter. Um, whoop, whoop. But give, yes, give, we, we give five it. bucks if you can. Give more 100%. if you can. But um, <laughs> it actually is. Uh, Every little amount is pretty life changing. So um, help make my dreams come true and support queer storytelling. Daniel, I just did my taxes. So when my refund comes, I'm definitely sending five bucks your way. Please, 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 please do. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks for um, thanks for uh, supporting stories. We're excited to see it. And it's really cool. It's always really cool to see people making cool shit. Yeah, it should be fun. Indeed. Yeah. It should be super and who fun. wouldn't want to watch something with Chase Williams and uh, and uh, Daniel McGovern? Yeah, you get to see us do all about kinds Daniel. of things. It'll be great. <laughs> Fascinating. I can't wait. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening in. Support Daniel's uh, movie. Thanks. Uh, give until until it hurts. And, uh, or, or more beyond that point. And uh, give until you hurt someone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vote often. Uh, vote Tammany. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks, we everybody. Have a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.